Hey everybody and welcome to the Sacred Resistance Podcast. This is episode number 12. Sorry we've been MIA this week. Um, we've been working hard on that garden, uh, getting it built. Um, it's a big garden so so it's taking a while and we're starting from scratch. Um, and we're digging up massive rocks out of the earth that boulders. are... Yeah, they're boulders. It's so, so tricky. Yeah. So tricky. The spot we picked on our property to, to do the garden has... Uh, yeah, it's proven to be a little bit difficult, but the soil's good and it's good. If you don't follow us on Instagram, check out our Instagram page at sacred resistance, sacred underscore resistance, and I'll post some pictures of our garden because it's it's looking pretty epic so far. Yeah. So this week we had uh, Matt Robson on the podcast. He's a super cool guy, um, and his journey's a good one. We got into some some good stuff. These are the episodes that I love to dig into. Um, he was on a journey in life uh, to be, you know, a police officer slash homeland security. Um, took a lot of courses, and he was it had a master's in in homeland security. Um, and along the way, kind of realized that uh, it was all bullshit and. Uh, now he's on a completely different path in life, and ever since this COVID thing has come around, he is—he's uh, the guy with the bullhorn, um, telling people to wake up to the psyop. So uh, he's exposing truth about the United Nations, um, and a lot of people get so tunneled vision on just one aspect of this, like whether it be masks or the vaccines, and the whole agenda is so much bigger than just one of those little topics. It's like a octopus with many different legs that the UN has a hold on us and um, Matt's a very well self-educated guy with tons of documents so we're going to put a lot of the stuff he talks about in the show notes so be sure to look down at the recommended books and um, different things he has read over the years to enlighten himself yeah he's chock full of information um, and it's all from their own documents from the CDC, uh, and, and all of the info that he has is totally documented and legit and it's all real and, uh, he's exposing it. So it's really, really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so listen up and enjoy. This thanks, is a banger. Thanks for joining us. And if you are listening, you are the sacred resistance. You are the resistance. So Matt, we met you at the rally, at the Freedom Rally, and you were uh, saying a lot of good stuff. You had a megaphone, you were dropping some truth bombs on people, um, and you had good rants. I liked your rants, and uh, I was hoping maybe you could, uh, you know, go off on a couple here for us. So like, like we all know what what is going on. What we're be, we were part of a huge psyop, but for you, like, what's the what's the most important aspect of this that people need to wake up fast to? Uh it's really just becoming aware um, of uh, and, and what is going on in terms of how long it's been going on and, and, and where to look and sort of research the different areas of, uh, of uh, this thing that seems to be controlling everything that we, um, that uh, we think we know about the world, but we actually, yeah. right. And uh, it, it, it's, my whole thing is, I mean, you saw me with all those documents there is, is, you know, the, the, the evidence is there, the information is out there and they've made it available. And right. yeah. it's kind of, if I can just print a few documents and point people in the direction of, of where I've found to be uh, 
uh, important information or where there's important information, you know, people can start knowing where to look and, and, and researching it themselves. And that's the hardest part really is like, what do I look at? People say, what do I look at? Where do I go? What am I looking for? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. People that aren't awake yet. Like it's, it's so hard for us. It was easy to accept this because, you know, I didn't trust George Soros, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, Bill Gates. I didn't trust those guys almost a decade ago. So this was like super simple to see right away for us. Yeah. As soon as the pandemic started we're like okay there's something more going on yeah and when when the outbreak supposedly happened we were down in mexico and then our kobe bryant died yeah and then the yeah. pandemic um happened we weren't on lockdown yet up here but we're like thank god we got away when we did because yeah. who knows what's coming like, this is the last time we're ever gonna have our feet in mexican sand here so let's enjoy it for a long yeah. time anyways yeah yeah so so like Oh, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I just, your audio keeps cutting out a little bit. Oh, did you have to return quickly once you found out? Um, no, we, we, we stayed the rest of our trip. We only had a few days left, so we just wrote it out. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, cause I think our trip was, uh, the end of January and then the lockdown here didn't start until March. Right. But like my dad was working in China at the time, my dad was over there and he, they, evacuated and um actually he's hasn't been able to go back to get his stuff because he was working um in china and then but they traveled to like russia and to a few other countries while working there and his stuff is still there like he he can't even go he's like i'm not going back to get it yeah, that noise. <laughs> so um yeah but that and my mom was messaging me she was like just so you know um apparently and my mom has she's quite woke now too to all the the lies that have been told to us and she was like there's a supposed outbreak happening and dad's coming home he's getting evacuated and he's coming home and she's like i just wanted to let you guys know what was going on because we had our feet in the sand literally and yeah um enjoying our vacation so yeah it was we're like okay let's see where this goes yeah yeah so yeah so for us it was it was easy easy peasy to see and you seem like you know a lot uh that you knew a lot before this started. Right. So this wasn't like a huge, like what the hell's going on for you? You seem like, you know, a lot of stuff. It's like somebody couldn't learn all that stuff in, in the last year. You've known this for a while, right? Yeah. Well, I've been reading about it. it you know, there, there are certain people that I, I had read uh, their books uh, uh, prior to this one, one main book that I suggest everybody should read to start this journey of understanding would be the creature from Jekyll Island by Jedward Griffin. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That, that kind of just for me, you know, that laid a really good foundation because it's when, when you start out, you know, reading this stuff, it, it, it it's dry. Like yeah. That, that book's not dry. It's, it, it, it gives you really good context and kind of where we're actually sitting in terms of all of this. Right. So that's yeah. a good starting point. Yeah. Right on. Right on. So where do you see this going? Like uh, for me, I don't think like this vaccine is, is insane and the push for the mandatory vaccine is insane, but I don't think that's the end goal. I think the vaccine passport is what they've always been going for. Right. Yeah. Um, where I see it going, obviously they're, they're pushing the passport. Uh, that is, I mean, that's such an old plan. Totally, yeah. There's yeah. a guy, there's a guy named Tex Mars who, who wrote a book called um, uh, Project Lucid, and it was about 94, 95. 
and he talks all about um, the passports, but I, I mean, that, that was even an old plan at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so these, these globalists, it seems like they, they, they really pay attention to certain um, uh, science. Um, I wouldn't call them professionals. They're pro- probably just people who, who uh, in their own research, you know, focus on on sort of the modification of the human genome, and and I've sort of come to realize who some of these people are. One one book that uh, I learned through a guy named Jay Dyer, who's a really good resource. I've heard of him. Yeah, uh, he yeah he reads a lot of these um, scientific uh, authors who who talk about uh, manipulating RNA and things like this, and sort of creating. Um, a different kind of person through the manipulation of of our cells and our our genome and a controlled person like like creating a different type of person like like you mean like changing our dna and our rna to create something that they can control probably at first patent yeah and then and and then control likely uh but also just sort of a superhuman Right. And, and I'm, not sure, I'm not sure where, it, you know, it would ultimately go. But from what I understand is their ultimate quest is to find eternal life for themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah so exactly. I guess from the impurities of the human race and whatever survives out of all this genetic manipulation, they can ultimately maybe find um, a new genome that maybe they use on themselves or something. I, I, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard. I, I run all sorts of wild scenarios in my head too about this and transhumanism and all the nanobots and like, what, what are they doing? But I think you're right about creating eternal life for them here in this realm because they have ruined their karma so much. They've been so, they're, they're so evil that they need to stay here forever because the where where we're all going after this is not going to be nice for them because they're they're bad 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 men, um, and I don't know how spiritual you are or whether you're like you 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 if you have a spiritual uh, you know connection, um, but for me, that's what this is all about. They've they've severed their ties with the good and uh, they're in it completely with the bad here and and. It's a good versus evil war. And we're in a psychological and a spiritual warfare, I think, big time. Yeah. Big time, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. You know, I don't think anybody's going to get out of this without having an answer for for what they did here, right? I think think a lot of people, and this is just sort of my, you know, interpretation of, of, of this world, I guess, would be, you know, this is somewhat of a proving ground, not somewhat it is. Yeah. This isn't where you're meant to make your wealth. This isn't where you're meant to um, get as far ahead as possible, you know, on the backs of other people. Right. right this exactly. is sort of where you're supposed to endure and um, and expose and, and just speak truth to like, you know, everyone is faced with these individual battles and, and then you have to make the decision at those times. Right. Right. Will, will you will you move forward um, at the cost of somebody else? Yeah. Or will you sort of speak the truth and expose what's going on? And we face this stuff in our workplaces every day. Totally. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody faces that on, on some level. Yeah. In our workplaces and in, in, in life, even just, you know, walking down the street, seeing things, it's, it's what side of the fence are you in all these little things and that ultimately 
you know, counts for something in the end. And totally. And they've gone all in and they've doubled down on this, uh, on the evil side. And they're like, fuck it. We're, we're burning this place down and we're taking everything we can with us. It's, it's, it's pretty obvious to me that that's their, that's what they're up to. They're, they're, they're just like, fuck all of you. We're useless eaters to them. You know, we don't matter. We're plebs. They've gotten all that they, they can milk out of us. And now people have woken up to their shenanigans. So they had to put the clamp down hard. Right. It seems that way. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, any, anybody can make a, hey, if a guy's going to rob a bank, I mean, his main concern is getting that money. Right. Yeah. He's not thinking about the ultimate consequence of being thrown in jail at the time where he's thinking, man, I need this money. So, yeah. so he's going to rob the bank without consideration of the consequence yeah and and know that he's going to get away with it but then when he doesn't get away with it well he's going to try every trick in the book to try to get out of that situation yeah 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 exactly so so what's your like do you have some sort of a military background or training or like you were you were going one direction in life uh correct me if i'm wrong and then this all kind of happened and you've completely shifted what you were what you were what your plans were yeah, you know, I, I grew up in a policing environment. So my, my, my father was a police officer 35 years, Calgary Police. Oh, okay, and, right on. Um, and uh, so, you know, I grew up with an exposure uh, to that, in, you know, profession that was very positive because, you know, being a, a young kid, I you know, I'd go to all the events and, and I was just treated really respectfully by the officers and, and, uh, mm-hmm them all you know um they, they lived in our cul-de-sac where we lived in calgary and it was just uh you know um it was something that i ultimately had to come around to myself you know i lived life and figured things out and then, and then i decided you know this is something that you know this is the only this is probably the the best way that i could um make a change in terms of you know tackling some of the things that i didn't like you know mm-hmm. i i don't i i don't like some I, like criminals you know, yeah. I don't like, you know, rape. I don't like, you know, child yeah. molesters. Right. So how am I going to get involved with that fight? Well, it's to become a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, that was always my goal. So I ended up getting degree in, you know, I did my cr- criminal justice in, in Calgary at uh, Mount Royal. And then I went off to Australia and did a master's of intelligence, counterterrorism and inter- international security. Um, in uh, Sydney, uh, Australia. Okay. And, 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 and so I really focused on things, but when I came back, you know, it just seemed like everything was different. You know, once that Trudeau administration came in, there were a lot of changes to that. profession. Yeah. Yeah. Diversity initiative, you know, I was seeing how that was affecting things. And for the first time I really kind of clued into that because I'd been a student for a long time before that I sort of had a biased perspective of what policing actually was. Right. Yeah. And just having come from it. I don't know if bias is the right word, but it's maybe a one-sided interpretation. Yeah. And then um, I, 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 there's a lot, you know, that has kind of become more evident to other people. But being in the policing processes, I was able to see, I mean, that first time I walked into the uh, recruiting uh, station for the RSTMP, um, or actually it was an information session that I was attending. Uh, there were eight of us you know, white males. And, and the first thing the guy says, he says, uh, so I don't mean to burst your bubble, but we're really in the market for uh, females and minorities. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I was like, I, I didn't really know that you could pick people based on that. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I thought it was the most qualified for the job, but apparently not. Yeah, and I had done all this education. I thought that would count for whatever, right? But yeah. then I started realizing that, you know, things have gone way more sideways than, than I ever thought they would. And yeah. I think as sort of evolved over the over every every industry, you know, in yeah. every workplace in Canada now. So yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Totally, I know yeah. that firefighting's like that too. And even getting into a school, they'll only they'll only take a certain amount of people. It doesn't matter your grades only get you so far, but if you're a minority or if you're um, an international student, they need X amount of numbers to yeah. put into their it's, their boxes. It's that word diversity, right? It's yeah. it's everywhere. They need to make it all fair it's like okay well is that you know is that fair is that fair is that four foot three you know 89 pound asian lady gonna stop that criminal or you know is this this guy here who's like built like a brick shit house yeah uh, but he's white so he didn't get the job like it, it makes no sense yeah and it has nothing to do with being racist or prejudice or whatever like trust me like i I come from a family who has a diverse background, like Japanese, African-American. Um, like my grandpa used to joke. He was like, oh, if a war breaks out, my grandkids aren't going to know which side to fight on because there's so many different, yeah. we've got so many different ethnic backgrounds. And we kind of took pride in that. We thought that was, and I like, it's, I, it's wonderful. But when it comes down to a job, like that's not what they should be looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Well, there's certain, Yeah. <laughs> equity is the new word. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. What do you say? What equity? Oh, it's, equity. Yeah. Because of who or what you are, you have less advantage. So you have to reduce the advantage of, you know, the straight white male, so to bring up the advantage of the, yeah, whatever it is you're trying to get in there. I yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, I know. And it's just even talking about this is like I'm I'm be, trying to be careful to not like use Ruffle the wrong feathers. word or, or sound like a racist or you know anything like that it's like we always have to give these disclaimers before we say anything that involves anybody but white people yeah yeah, yeah. There's, there's a shift that's for sure yeah yeah so now that you're you know you're not you're not obviously you've, you've given up on pursuing that uh career uh what, what are you focusing on now well i got my own safety company uh um i i more just reassessing things you know i'm working in a mill right now and it's and and it's uh i I, you know all that stuff that i did beforehand um didn't go to waste you know it's just i'm not i'm just not going to be a part of that so i guess i and and i think a lot of people are being faced with this right now you know it yeah you could talk about you could talk about you know everybody seems to yeah totally in their workplaces it's like well a lot of these people are just gonna have to you know, find something else. Yeah, right? that's it. Adapt. Yeah, we're getting faced with major a major um, fork in the road, and people have to really choose. They're like, okay, do I want to basically sell my soul to to have this career that I've worked my whole life for, or do I want to be true and authentic to myself and stand up for what is right? And yeah. like, we're I'm at the point now, like, um, where like celebrities mean nothing to me 
politicians mean nothing to me. And I used to like, I used to love to watch all the award shows and the Grammys and the Oscars and like, you name it. Like I, I idolize these people and I put them on a pedestal. And now I have like, it's almost disgusting because I'm awake to, to the industry. And it's like, we really have to like let all that stuff that the world pushes at us that they're like this is what you should be focusing on and this is what you should be idolizing even if it comes to like monetary it's like yeah, yeah. i could i could sell my soul and make a hundred thousand dollars a year for this job and i know that's not even much nowadays uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars as a single woman or i could you know do what my sole purpose is and mm. and that might be losing everything in the meantime yeah yeah, well, during the lockdown, when it all first happened, those like A-list celebrities, they sure showed their true colors, didn't they? Like people yeah. like Madonna and Tom Hanks, and they were up to some disgusting shit. And Tom Hanks is still making movies now. Like, what the hell? I thought he would have been run out of this world. Like, how is he allowed to even still be walking around? You know, all that bullshit with Trump and like how he was, you know, draining the swamp and everything like that. Like, sure, maybe he did drain a little bit of the swamp, but we saw pictures of Tom Hanks, like, oh, maybe he's arrested. Oh, I think he's wearing an ankle bracelet. Oh, he might be handcuffed. And, and like none the of that. Ellen yeah. and all these, like, none of that shit happened. You know, we were, yeah. we were just fed a line just to like lull us into not doing anything. Like the people who were going to, or who would have stood up for that for themselves and for everybody else. We're just told, don't worry, it's under control. Uh, uh, they've got it. The, what is it? Um, trust the plan. Trust the plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was just, to, uh, in my opinion, to keep us activist people from doing anything, just to sit back and let, and say, okay, don't worry. Somebody's on it. It'll get taken yeah. care of. You know, I think, I think luckily early on, you know, some of that seemed pretty fantastic. Tom Hanks and, you know, all these arrests are going to happen. I, I, the Q movement, I guess yeah. it was, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, that's, that was obviously a hijacked uh, yeah. movement. Yeah. But, I mean, it, with, with everything going on and everyone realizing how fake news actually is and how yeah. fake everything, you know, we're tending to want to see something. Yes. Like we want consequences to come. And yeah. we, we want, it. so it's almost like people want to believe it. So, yes. but they were playing off of that. Want. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, just the whole, because when everything is coming out, you throw more conspiracy into it. It's no, nobody really knows what to believe. Well, and exactly, then I yeah. think too, um, the news caught, like the Q movement was just a whole, to, to make everybody who was questioning the narrative look like idiots. And they're like, they're, I've seen, I, I saw stuff going through social media by, by reporters and entertainment tonight type of things that were like, like kind of putting in a nutshell what the Q movement was and how ridiculous it sounded. And I saw other people post like, who would believe this stuff? This yeah. is ridiculous. And just, but then it's like, that's throwing everybody under the bus, making us all look like crazy nut bars who are questioning the narrative because we're getting labeled as Q tards or whatever. Well, totally. And you don't even know what comments to trust because half of them are bots and the other half, the other a quarter of them are shills, paid trolls. Like, you know, they hire a lot of people to just write hundreds of comments a day, yeah. just like, and they're all bullshit. And it's that's all like, someone who sold their soul. Yeah, exactly. Oof. Exactly. So somebody looks at something and they're like, oh, this might be true. And the first 15 comments are, this is stupid. You're stupid for believing this. But those people were paid or their bots to write that shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess there's a, there's a big group of them. Uh, 
I was reading an article, a new one, uh, 60,000 uh, operatives infiltrating all the social media right now. Um, I'm not yeah. sure the signature reduction was what they were saying it was, but there's a lot of, uh, a lot of this, um, you know, fakery in terms of, you know, yeah. posing as somebody and getting information and, and getting you to say things. And so people have to be really careful right now. Um, yeah. Infiltration. Yeah. 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 Um, can you, in, in your words, explain to our listeners, like what agenda 21 is or what agenda 2030 is? Yeah. Uh, from at least to the best of my understanding, uh, Agenda 21, you know, you, like, again, it comes back to decoding your environment, right? I mean, when we look around, we see all these different shops and stores and gas stations, Shell, Petro-Canada, you know, Chevron, all, the, all these things, and, and we're, we, we grow up with them, yeah. right? And it becomes sort of, you know... Um, Hey, we'll go to the shell, get gas. Hey, we go to this store and get this. But there's a reason why all these stores become chains, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's a reason why that one was picked or, or whatever. And there's actually pretty wild histories to these uh, um, organizations. So Petro Canada uh, is a, was owned uh, by a guy named Maurice Strong. Okay. And Maurice strong was a, a, a long-standing high-ranking member of the world economic forum oh okay um, right there with this the guy this, slobs yeah yeah and and, and yeah Nicosia. and uh and he um made all his money or a lot of his money off in, in off canadian oil so with agenda 21 he's the one who led that whole conference in rio de janeiro in 1992 oh okay okay Again, he made his money off Canadian oil and very good friends with the Trudeaus. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And uh, actually, it, you know, at his funeral, you could see a, there's an article online of Justin. He looks really sad at Maurice Strong's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh. um, anyways, Agenda 21, it's it's uh, it was actually um, the result of several documents that preceded it. I mean, you could go back to the Club of Rome. And they created, they have a whole depopulationist uh, agenda, but they, they created a document called the Limits of Growth. And I, I believe that was in the 60s. Um, anyways, they have an updated version of a 30 year uh, edit or whatever of the, or, or, or reanalyst, re, reanalyzing that document to see what came true and what didn't and why it didn't. And it's called the, the 30 year update Limits of Growth. Anyways. That, that came about from the Club of Rome and um, who Marie Strong was actually a member of the Club of Rome as well. Oh, okay. And then that turned into other documents which ultimately led to Agenda 21. And Agenda 21, really what it, what it is, is just a reclamation of all land. Yeah. A reclamation right. of all property um, and, and just the total enslavement of, of humanity. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a long document. They spent a long time writing it, um, and and uh, it, it's it's actually all around us uh, when you when you uh, see the word sustainability or green yeah. or anything. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So build back better. Build back better. Yeah, for people who own land and they are, are awake to this and they don't want any part of this, is there anything in these documents 
that gives them a way to opt out? Because I know they're there's they're offering to buy everyone's debt, to take care of everyone's debt. We'll pay off your credit cards, we'll pay off your mortgage, but your land is now ours. Well, for those of us that say, no, thank you, uh, I've already paid off my debt, or I'll keep my debt and I'll keep chipping away at it if I want to. Uh, are we going to have that option? Well, they didn't have that option in the States. You can actually go on YouTube and see some of the videos of, uh, it's called eminent domain where they're actually reclaiming land and making it into national wilderness parks or forests or just like places where you can't even go. Right. They say, they say, and, and they'll actually kick entire towns right out, right out of their houses. And then they build the highways. So there's no exits into those towns. And then those towns actually get overgrown by trees and shrubbery and, and, and pretty much disappear, become ghost towns. And there's examples of this happening. Yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, I can't, I can't remember the, you know, if you go on YouTube, type it in, start going YouTube eminent domain, you'll see people actually picketing. Well, picketing is uh, protesting uh, with signs and things in their town because they don't want to leave. Right. But they end up getting kicked out. Getting right. kicked out. Yeah. So did they get bought out or paid out or this is just like get the fuck out? We're building the road. Uh, there is probably, you know, they, maybe they were compensated in some way, but it would be it'd be like this is what you're getting. Right. But you are. Leaving. Yeah. So I feel I like they always had that in their laws where they could do that. I feel Crazy. like that is what happening. Like we moved here from the coast uh, in August and all of a sudden, like every little town around us was the houses were getting um, bought out by construction companies and they were making townhouses everywhere yeah. to make these little smart cities. Right. Yeah. And either apartments or townhouses, but like there were, I remember at one point, some of these houses, they were beautiful homes that people probably invested a lot oh, of yeah, money yeah, into of and then there were certain there were signs not for sale because the construction companies were just coming like in troves to to offer these people money to buy to build, build townhouses and, town and condos and then now that you're saying that like that's kind of the same thing and eventually they all these beautiful homes that have been there for years um are bulldozed now and their townhouses. Like yeah. if you think about Clayton Heights and yeah. even South Surrey, like it's, it's absolute, absolutely nuts. And yeah. these homes are beautiful homes on beautiful properties and they're now demolished. Well, that's yeah. And that's their goal is to cram us all into these smart cities. Right. And so that's my problem here is we've, we bought acreage. We moved out into the middle of nowhere. We're building our life. We're building our home building a wicked garden. Like after this podcast today, we're going to work more on the garden and we're building a huge garden, right? We've got a lot of seedlings on the go. Um, we want to be uh, as off grid as possible. Like I don't want to have to go to the grocery store at all, uh, at all. So I can hunt, I can garden, I can do all that shit um, and go to the grocery store as little as possible. Right. But their goal is to get everyone out of the country back into these smart cities. So like, what, how do we combat this? How do we, how do we say, no, thank you. Get the fuck off my land. You know, I, 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 I don't know the specifics presently of, of where to look for, for the, our exact, um, like where we stand on that matter in Canada. Yes. Yeah. You know, in terms of legally, because there's all types of things in there. that are probably, you know, loopholes and different things or things that are put into legislation or it's just hidden and until you really go looking for it. And I haven't, you know, I'm not super knowledgeable on that aspect, but um, I imagine it's somewhat similar to the United States where, yeah. where 
they'll they'll you know with agenda 21 they want to tax you for everything right yeah. they, want to, they want to tax you for every drop of oil you know every yeah. ounce of meat that you eat and there's going to be like we see a carbon tax on on gas yeah yeah right? yeah get carbon tax on <laughs> the beef you buy at the store you know the milk you drink and 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 then they'll just start weeding away the meat yeah meat, you know you insects and things yeah they're going yeah. to eat bugs and good old billy gates man he's in he's at the front of all this bullshit eat bugs he's buying up all the farmland he's telling he's 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 bought the canadian the railroad yeah he bought the canadian railroad Man, and now this whole divorce, this divorce, what a what a front that whole thing is, eh? Yeah, I I was thinking it's maybe a way for them to hide money, but the more I look at it, it almost seems like a legitimate divorce. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it's a way for them to hide money. And and the same as Bezos, right? Like you can't dump all your stock once you get like the CEOs of these companies, they can't dump their stock when they get inside info information, unless there's a divorce involved, then you can, you can dump 50% of your stock. So for me, that's what it looks like. It's like, okay, well, there's a market crash coming then if they're announcing a divorce, like they've, th this isn't the first time this move has been played. Right. Well, even because they said they're like, we're still going to work on our foundations together. Yeah. So you can legally dump 50% of your stock right away. As soon as you get a divorce inside information or not. So that's a that's yeah, a flag to look at. Yeah, you're probably right about that. She's off on some island right now. You know, maybe there's a reason for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> another another Epstein Island situation. Yeah, or, or or I'm I keep thinking about this shedding. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that had me a little freaked out at the beginning too, and then I realized it was like, well, I don't know whether I realized anything. I just kind of came to a. Uh, a, a point in my own head where I was like, just don't worry, just live your life. Cause now they got us people who are awake, freaked out of the, of the vaccinated people. It's like, no, 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 you know, better. Another you, way to divide. Yeah, it's another way to divide us. Yeah, exactly. But I do think, so I, I read, I've read now multiple times on different people's posts and um, there is something to the shedding for sure. Yeah, for sure. But um, I saw this one thing where this lady took, she had an EMF detector and she worked at the hospital and she took it and she tested the people who were non-vaccinated and then she also tested the vaccinated people and the non-vaccinated nurses were like in the 20 the, on the meter read like 25 to 30 something and then the vaccinated ones were were emitting up to 400 500 um radiation whatever it is so i like now i'm at the point like i was online yesterday researching um like different modalities that we can carry with us like necklaces or bracelets or whatever it is to protect from emf radiation which is good to have anyways mm -hmm. because we've got our cell phones and our laptops and like it's it's running everywhere even out in the country where we are yeah but like i'm like my poor little children they're little and like they don't they're healthy but they can't fight off things like we can. So like, I'm like, what can I get for them to wear? And why, our one son loves wearing bracelets, bracelets and whatever. Yeah. So like, I can work, get him a pendant that at least could protect him from something. Yeah. If it does nothing, right. whatever, it gives me a little bit more peace of mind that I'm at least doing something. Yeah. And it's, yeah, totally. And it's so unfair. They were born into this. They had no choice. Just like all of us in every generation though, if you look back to every major pandemic, there was like some new technology introduced right around that same time. Right? Yeah. Like radio, radio waves that we were never used to. Humans couldn't 
couldn't handle it. And all of a sudden, a whole bunch of people started getting sick and then they adapted to it. Every single epidemic or pandemic or whatever, there was a new technology that was released. So I'm like, this isn't just another way to suppress us and get us sick and and make it look like a new variant or blame it on the unvaxxed because it it's not it's it's going to affect everybody. Right. And, yeah. And I'm a big believer that the healthier your terrain, the less your symptoms are going to be if you get sick. Like there's just, yeah. there's no arguing there's no that. no arguing that. Yeah, you can't argue that. So even a healthy person could be like a, you know, an athlete, but you know that on their days that they're not training, they might be big and buff and have like low, low fat, but they could still like eat crappy food because they're young and they're, they're an yeah. athlete. So they're, they're not working taking out. their vitamins or eating Krispy Kremes. You know, yeah. Whatever. Like they're, they're still not going to be the healthiest people. But anyways, um, I went on a tangent there. So yeah, I think there's definitely some shedding, shedding happening, but I also think there's some radiation poisoning happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I just drove to, uh, to Calgary. I was driving around Calgary and they, it's the same 5G tower everywhere. Yeah. And it's lined up along the highway every, I don't know, I'd say even every kilometer. When we yeah. go to the coast, down to the coast, same thing. Same thing when we drive down to the coast. As soon as we hit, like, as soon as you get past Hope and get into Chilliwack, it's 5G everywhere. It's insane. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so just we, up because I, I was in Calgary not too long ago and these towers weren't there. Yeah. And yeah. All, all these towers the same tower big big serious towers yeah. <laughs> just like and, and they set one up right up to my probably within a kilometer of my dad's house right beside this tiny gas station we always went to but what is going on here yeah, yeah. I think no, we right. well robert just, f kennedy jr is he's been talking about this for ages and he he's been saying that 5g is for surveillance he's like it's not to make your internet faster we already have fast internet. It's not like we need it any yeah. faster than it already is. It's for surveillance. And I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, um, when he was still on Instagram, I'm going to go let the dog in. He's flipping out. Okay. Be right back. At the beginning of the pandemic, he, he documented a lot of stuff and he set his whole house up in, in, um, 5g protection. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, I don't, I think, I think you're right about the surveillance. I mean, I, on my internet, you know, it's 2.4 or five. I get to choose and I'm on yeah. 2.4 and five is no quicker than 2.4 yet. When you call tell us right. or whoever you're with, they say, Oh yeah, it's quicker. It's, well, it's not. Yeah. Right? No, that's just a lie. A bold face lie. Total and lies. Yeah. So then you have celebrities promoting it on different commercial. Like I think there's one with Chris rock and he's like promoting the five G I'm like, you guys have all sold your souls. You're just here to, to screw with us. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. He, that's all part of the sustainability thing too right like it's just like back to the eminent domain and and that whole thing and where we stand in canada i i think the whole thing is from my perspective there's there's just an imminence about this point in time where you know perception for a lot of people or actually everybody is not reality but some people are some people's perception are just a little closer to the actual reality than others yeah right and so it's kind of you know, we're in the streets, walking around, you know, doing protests and things like this. But, you know, what are we supposed to actually be doing? Yeah. Yeah. Because, because if you if you knew that they were frying you with 5G, you know, if you knew that, the, that, you know, the situation with these vaccines, if you knew they were coming for your property and they were already organizing this for decades and, 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 and they were just unraveling what is essentially a script. Yeah. Uh, 
and we're getting closer and closer to the point where all these things are going to happen. I mean, people would be screaming from the rooftops. People would be organized. Yeah. And I think it's just we have to get at least a select few people in line with the actual situation and really start taking action. Yeah. And That's how I see it. Yeah. How do you recommend yeah. we do that? What's your take on that? I, I, I think everyone's got to get in the arena. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, th- I think, I don't think there's ever been a time where, well, I'm sure there has been, but I, this is, this is, uh, there, there's never been a time where, where there was more responsibility on, on those who actually knew what was going on. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's my frustration with people. It's like, yeah, they're yelling at us for, for fighting for their freedom. Well, not even them. It's the people that know the people that know the possibilities and they do nothing. It's like, I, yeah, that's why we started this podcast. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We had to do something. Yeah. Well, that's taken action. I mean, that's, that's one thing that needs to happen. Right. Yeah. 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 What do you know about uh, spars? I don't even know what that is. It's a spars pandemic. Yeah. Spars. Sorry, sorry, cut out there. 2025 to 2028. 2025 to 2028. Yeah, there you go. There we are. There we are. So that's the next big pandemic that's supposedly supposed to happen. I don't know. Can you give us a summary about it? Um, Yeah. Okay. So this is one of several documents that are on the John Hopkins website. Um, Oh, wait, I heard about this now on the, from the John Hopkins website. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, John. So, so this is a war game of a, of a pandemic, which is a four year scenario from 2025 to 2028. And, um, it, it plays out from the beginning of the pandemic to the end of the pandemic. And it, and it goes through all stages of it. It's about, I don't know how many pages, 80 pages or something. Uh, you can just download this document off John Hopkins website. And, and when you start reading this immediately, it looks very familiar. Does yeah. it look like a, like event 201? It looks like this COVID-19 event. Oh, right. Exactly. And John and John Hopkins was behind event 201 also. Um, yeah, it, were they? Bill and Melinda Gates were yeah. in there. Bill and Melinda they, Gates, they John seven. Hopkins. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. There was Dark Winter, Crimson Contagion, Spars, uh, event 201, uh, Dark winter. Later. That's the line that Biden. Yeah, we've slipped. heard him say about. He, he, we've heard him say dark winter a few times. Yeah. Yeah, that was a scenario from earlier. I think it was like 2001 or 2002. Yeah. Yeah. So they they use that code, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So spars is a is a scenario of a pandemic that's playing that plays out just like what this COVID is playing out as right now. Exactly what's going on right now. So 2025 to 2028, you could pretty much just say that that's 2020 to 2023. So right, do you think right. do you think they intentionally got the dates wrong just to mess with us, or do you think they scrambled because too many people were waking up? I don't think anything that they really do is by by mistake. I, I agree. I, I think I, what I get is just most of what they write is just totally. I, I'm almost of the opinion that there isn't anyone more truthful than these globalists. Right. Like, they put it out for us. Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the crazy part is they tell us what they're going to do and then they do it. And people, people are just lulled into like, 
people have submission. Such, yeah. They have such Stockholm syndrome that they're just like, no, nah, they wouldn't do that. No, they wouldn't do that. And then once they're doing it, they're like, yeah, but it's for our own good. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? But I don't necessarily, yeah. it's not always Stockholm syndrome. I think it's because they have done such a good job at making the masses numb, dumb and addicted. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want people, people don't want to get uncomfortable. They're already depressed. They're like almost every person we know has anxiety or depression. Yeah. And so they're heavily medicated. If they're not addicted to prescription drugs, they're addicted to pornography. They're addicted to TV. They're addicted to their cell phones. Just lulled. Yeah. Lulled. We're all numbed down and no one is truly, truly living their to their full potential, full potential. Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, we have it all. We're over entertained. Everyone's anesthetized with the porn and the food and the alcohol and the drugs. And totally. That's, so, but in the midst of that, I mean, who's going to pick up an 80 page white paper and read it? You know, oh, yeah. John Hopkins University. So they, yeah. they put it out. They're almost playing off our, our, the, our own ignorance. Exactly. They study people so, so closely for so long that they understand that that they can put it all there and very few people would ever even read it yeah yeah man or believe it even though it's coming from their website well and that's the whole like this younger generation they can't even sit down and watch a movie anymore because a youtube video that's longer than five minutes is too long for them they're like ah, oh, no, i gotta I, I don't have them. it's like they've they've shortened everything so much to all these bites and these clips that it's like you they don't have an attention span more than a few minutes to watch a youtube video if it's longer than five minutes they're out it's like wow and that was all done on purpose i mean they we used to I didn't actually read it in school, but they used to have Brave New World available for people to read in school. Oh, wow. Shoot, and, that's and, the, that's now, there's a show out, Brave New World. It's on Prime or, or oh, it's yeah. coming out. And uh, yeah, and, and even these shows on Netflix and Prime, they're putting it right out there for us, like this Utopia show. And uh, Have all you these... seen that, Matt, Utopia? I, I don't have TV. <laughs> oh, good, good for you. you. Good for you. We don't have cable. We've got kids, though, so we have Netflix and we, we indulge every once in a while, but we Having don't watch said that, any of that we're shit. pretty strict with what our kids are allowed to watch. Now. Yeah, we yeah, exactly. used to be. And then we woke up to the programming and we're like, holy crap. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, uh, the guy who was the who started Netflix was related to Edward Bernays, who wrote yep. propaganda. That's who, right. Who that, that was one of the books used by the Nazis to program their yeah yeah he was his nephew or great nephew or something like that edward bernays yeah it's crazy yeah. right anybody who gets yeah. to a high level like that is is connected man it's just like to the, the globalist well yeah elite. yeah and like every single u.s president except for one can be traced back to the same king from king of france yeah. from from back in the day right they're all blood related every one of them even obama even like even the ones that you wouldn't suspect Edward Bernays. Okay, so that's a book. Yeah, this is the book that this is one of the books that, that you know. Um, it's called propaganda tools used in the Second World War to to basically in, in, indoctrinate people. They, so that's by Edward Bernays. Edward Bernays, yeah. And, and it's called propaganda. I just want to write this stuff down so I can put them in the show notes. So if people want to look into it themselves, so propaganda by Edward Bernays. Yeah. There's another one you could write down there, Crystallizing Public Opinions, a good one too. Oh, that sounds good. I like the title. By Edward. Yeah. No, I'm spelling this. Yeah, they programmed this. And they put it all out there on purpose because uh, as soon as we see it and re refuse to read it, that's pretty much their permission to do what they want. 
Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they need our permission in this convoluted, messed up, distorted way. It's like it's not like they're giving us all the information and explaining it to us in detail, like you'd explain something to a child and having you agree to it. They throw it out there in this confusing Shakespearean way that you you wouldn't even read first of all and even if you did you couldn't understand it because it's all this legalese bullshit uh and then that's their approval right there if you don't if you don't directly say no or 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 whatever that's their approval yeah and even if we do they have their own way of writing i mean i i just i I read uh where's the one that i read here it's called um here's another one uh preparedness for high impact respiratory pathogen pandemic which is also a john hawkins document and when you're reading about that or reading through it it's easy to skip some of the some of the little things they have hidden in there but it, they again they they admit how they're gonna um use the media to deceive the public in, in terms of what they're actually doing when this happens because they don't want um, to, they say it's for their safety but it's actually because they well for control want to keep get away with it yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened. So that whole whole Smith-Munt Act, um, this was like a, a law that you were allowed to use propaganda against other countries that you're at war with, right? And then Obama updated it and changed it. Like one In of 2012, these, right? Yeah, one of these moves that they do like on Christmas Eve at midnight and they sneak this bill in that nobody's going to notice. And he updates the law so that it's legal to use propaganda on their own people. So now, uh, like... Obviously, the news is bullshit. It's right out there. You're you're allowed to lie to the public, but people don't know that. People, and then you tell people that, and they're like, "Oh, oh, here you go again." There is like, fuck. I can't. It's so hard to get through to people, and that's why I've stopped trying. Like people that are curious, I'll I'll definitely spend some time dropping some info on them. But people that are gonna fight you tooth and nail on this, there's no time or energy for them anymore. It's it's kind of just on to the next one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, uh, what? What was the name of that book? Crystallizing what? Crystallizing uh, the, what did you say? Human public, public opinion. Public, public opinion. opinion. Yeah, Edward Bernays. That's well, also by Edward the, Bernays. He was the son, I guess, Sigmund Freud uh, sexually abused his mother and they had him. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> yeah. That sounds like a healthy family dynamic. Yeah, something like that. Sparse pandemic. What's that one? Spars. Spars. At the end of it, it talks about the aftermath. So a lot of the things that we already saw with the blackout in Texas, they talk about a blackout here, but it was supposed to happen in British Columbia and Washington. Oh, uh, really? It's right down to exact specifics to what we've seen so far. And then at the end, they say they anticipate that future outbreaks will continue to emerge unless countries maintain widespread vaccination coverage. What does vaccinations have to do with any with outages, power outages? Well, there's so much that's included in this that has nothing to do with the pandemic, right? Like, like, well, that's why I don't understand people haven't started questioning everything that's happened in the last year and a half, like everything. I'm like, you still think this is about a virus? Yeah. Like you think that that the power outages, that the Black Lives Matter movement, that the or the George Floyd, like all these things that have happened, all the rioting, mm-hmm. all this thing. I'm like, and you still think this is about a virus? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, come on, people. And look at the shit they sneak into the bill, into the relief fund too. Like they sent like millions of dollars to India for gender studies. Like what does that have to do with this? Like at all. And, and the whole 
UFO, the Pentagon's got to release everything they know about UFOs come June June 1st. 1st. What does any of that shit have to do with saving our lives right away from this virus? Like it's, it's, it's so messed up, man. Throwing it all at you at once, eh? Yeah, exactly. Probably to confuse us. People are screaming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably confuse us or, or just confuse your common you know, citizen who is probably more, more of the, it, I, I don't want to call them the majority, but I'm worried that they might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just don't know. I mean, like, I, I think there's more of us awake than they lead us to believe that there is. I definitely think there's a hell of a lot more sleeping sheep than there is people like us that are awake, but they want us to think, and they want everybody else to think, that there's hardly any of us and that we're quacks. And that's the whole reason that they're paying all these like 60,000 people to go online and, and troll and leave comments and stuff like that, just to give the illusion that there's so few of us and that we're so wrong, you know, like a real pandemic doesn't take all of this lying and tricky. Yeah. And marketing and bullshit, like a real pandemic, you would know right away. Well, real pandemic people would be dropping. Exactly. In an obvious way, you know, and yeah. this is not, you know, at the beginning of this thing, I was working in the hospital in Kamloops here. I was running security teams. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I did some snooping around. It was very easy to put it together that, that what was being said on the news wasn't what was actually happening in this yeah. hospital. Right. Yeah. They were getting paid $52,000 uh, for each person that they intubated and labeled COVID 19. But these are, so, you know, even though the hospitals are all being incentivized to do this, I mean, this is not stuff your common citizen would would, would think about or know or even believe if they heard, right? Right, and exactly. Because of all the through the media. They just, yeah. they have this normalcy bias where they normalize everything, even though, even though it's, it's what you're hearing is not normal, so. Yeah, I know, hey, if the news person says it, well, holy shit, that's, that's gospel. <laughs> So do you think, so now we know though, that the ventilators are what actually were killing a lot of people. So I don't even know where my question was with this, but (laughs) I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You lost your thought. Yeah, I totally did. I just, I wish I could be a fly on the wall. I wish I could be a fly on the wall in the hospitals. And I feel like, and I don't mean this to disrespect anybody. Um, Nurses is what I am wanting to talk about, but like they, I feel like they've been brainwashed too, to a degree. Not all of them, obviously, you know, I'm not going to say anything not about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone in particular, but a lot of nurses I think are, have bought into this. I think everyone's brainwashed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like I'm brainwashed, you know, I think I think right now people like like us we're on this journey to to uh, sort of unbrainwash ourselves. Yeah, unlearn right. everything. The extent that we have been brainwashed, you know, being being raised by the UNESCO United Nations educational system. Yeah. Right. Like, there's certain ways that we think that that you know um, until you make a conscious effort to decode everything and 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 uh, redefine things based on actual evidence and not hearsay and just bullshit, mm-hmm. you know, you'll, you'll, uh, 
you'll continue to be brainwashed in all these different areas. So I think nurses, you know, they were caught off guard just like everybody else. You know, and, and don't forget once you become an RN, it's, you know, you, you've achieved that nice cushy job and maybe you kind of slack off and just feel like you get to live life now and the hard work's over and- Right, you're yeah. schooling full time. Decoding their environment or decoding the things that they've been taught, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and right alongside with police officers, like, you know, I, I don't I'm not, don't want to offend anybody or anything like that, but you, you've seen it firsthand. There's some good police officers out there, but a lot of them have become like when you become a cop, hopefully, usually it's because you want to help people and you want to do good. Right. Same reason you wanted to be a cop. You wanted to get weed out the bad guys. guys, Right. But it's like they've become debt collectors for the government um, or, or slave masters for the government. And it's like you see some of these videos about like how they're handling these protesters. And it's like, some of these cops are beating the shit out of old people with billy clubs. And it's like, that's not what you signed up for, man. Like these people are just trying to exercise their rights and you are a nasty thug government uh, uh, lynch mob. Really? Yeah. Well, just like, just like the, just like the kids in schools, they've all been brainwashed through this neuro-linguistic programming. Right. um, There is a group here uh, who have been active and it's all goes up to the United Nations. Uh, The one in the UK uh, is they're called common ground. Mm. And so, so they're the ones who do the, the diversity uh, sort of um, modules and training that now everyone seems to have to go through for just anything that occurs in the, in the job site, no matter what it is. Now I have to go for the sensitivity training, all this, you know, nonsense. And, and if you, if you look at every police department in Canada, now they all have something called an EDI, uh, it's uh, like a program for 2021 to 2000, whatever, 30 or something. And, and it's this new equity, diversity, inclusion. Well, I trace that back to the world economic forum, (laughs) which they actually released a toolkit. And, and then it went to the, Canadian government and all the other governments, and then it goes down to the provinces, and then everything within those provinces have to have an EDI toolkit. And yeah. if you look at there, there's uh, there's um, you know these these people who run these departments, like in Calgary, you have, have this guy's named Raj Gill, right? And then and Newfeld's the chief. Well, you can see in in uh, articles online they say, oh yeah, we're on track to meet our EDI requirements. Well, that's all of their hiring. Right. right. According to this EDI stuff saying that you have to have this many, you know, different types of minorities, this many, you know, Muslims, this many transgender, this many gay, right. this many black, this many, right. all these things. right? But again, they're hiring based on that and kind of, you know, it's almost like a purposeful weakening of their department because that's not diversity. If you want diversity, you go, you go after, um, you know, people's, uh, abilities and merit and, and, and their thinking and, and their ability to reason through situations and, and just open-mindedness. That's diversity. It doesn't matter what color or sexuality or religion. No, you are. no. They're, they're putting no. more of a label on things and making things more like 
with they, all these different they don't, groups and movement. It's like now you're just labeling it and you're just making it more confusing. Yeah. And not and again, not to offend cops. I know there's good ones out there, but I don't think in this recruitment process, they want people that can think for themselves. They want people that are going to follow orders from the top down with no ability well, same to with, think for themselves in each individual situation. Yeah. Same with. Yeah, they want, they want you to follow orders. No questions asked. As soon as yeah. you ask any questions. Like military, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Well, military is the same thing. Yeah. You, you could see, you could see there's plans on the, on the uh, Canadian government website. You can see their plans for the military. It's all loading it up with transgender. It's women and men now, no matter what. It's always women and men. Nothing against women. I mean, there's so many capable women. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's what it comes down to is the, is the, demasculation of of these professions and and, yeah. and just really i would call it just weakening them you know and and uh you know recruiting people through artificial for artificial reasons right right and, and totally and look at the chinese military and they're doing the exact opposite of that and like look at the chinese like they're not interested in diversity where you think there's ever going to be any white dudes on the Chinese Olympics team. Never. It's exclusively Chinese people. And that's it. Even if the white person was born and raised. Yeah, in exactly. China. Not going to happen. And in their military now, they're like, they're giving them more testosterone because they've realized that over the last decade or two, that the men have been a little more, uh, been going a little more feminine, feminine. Yeah. So now they want more masculine, manly men in their military. It's like, they're doing it they're doing it the other way than than the western world is yeah it's the western world i never really would have thought that we were were at the place but we're just such a baby baby nation compared to other nations and we're kind of going through now what like eastern european europe went through however many years ago like yeah. i'm not i'm not and i was never a history buff but now everything that's happening i'm like seeing history just repeat itself i'm like oh my gosh like how can people have we not read history books how can people not see what's happening and i i know someone that was from um oh god i'm gonna uh butcher it she's from eastern europe and she's thinking of moving back to either turkey or bolivia or somewhere and i'm like she's like it's more free there than it is now in canada and I was like, what? Yeah, well, if you believe the propaganda, I mean, look what we're told about India, about what's going on in India. It's like insane, crazy COVID outbreaks. People are dropping dead in the streets. And then you see a video from India and people are like, uh, we're fine over here. Nothing's going on over here. Look, look, here we are. And uh, many, not just one video. Yeah, like many yeah. Here we are at the videos. market. Everyone's just shopping as usual. Nobody's dying in the streets. But you watch the news, which we don't watch. But then we've, but seen, clips. we've seen clips and you'll be led to believe that it is uh, uh, the walking dead over there. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you see the videos, like the ones we saw initially from China, you know, it's, Oh yeah. At the beginning. But it wasn't even real. Yeah. Like people and, dropping dead in the streets and shit. Yeah. From which is, was videos of other things. And some of the videos are spliced together. So what they're showing you is totally fake. Yeah. And, and, and these vaccines have been, well, all of them have been banned in numerous countries, different countries for each, but you know, India, <laughs> they, they, they ban the vaccines, but they're also pretty awake to the agenda of some of the people who are putting out these vaccines. Like yeah, they, like they don't even want Bill Gates in the country anymore. Yeah. They, oh, you froze, oh, Matt. Oh, shit, he's frozen. 
Oh, we oh, lost, we lost you for a second. second there. Say that again about <laughs> India. I said something really important. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're the five hundred thousand children. I mean, you just looked that up. I mean, this guy's—they actually started using a vaccine um, for polio that was spreading the polio and yeah, got the it to such one. a such a crazy extent that they actually had to. At some point, I don't know if it was in the U.S. or India or whatever, but they had to. Um, Bill Gates in 2009, we're going to completely eradicate polio. But at some point, they just renamed polio. Yeah, to called it something. Seeing other conditions. If you were a doctor, you weren't even allowed to diagnose with polio. Yeah. They say, oh, it's all these other conditions have gone up, but polio is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like this with the flu. Uh, You know, there were 30 million cases last year. This year, there's like 1,500. It's like, if that statistic alone doesn't make anyone pause and go wait a minute what the nope. flu that's here every single year yeah, 30 million last year 1500 this year uh something's off yeah it's all off i, it's I all think off. I, I think i think right now uh it's just you know there's got to be an alignment of thought and and that's the idea with just showing these documents books anything like and sharing information with each other that is credible it's all yeah. in these old books these globalists all wrote their own books. You just go read them. These plans yeah. are all through them. Yeah, and, exactly. And, uh, just, just, just boiling down nice and quick for people, so they, so they can get in nice digestible bites, and then giving them some direction on where to go. Because really, it's like it's like um, you said, Brittany. It was you know until people really start understanding history or understanding the perspective of these people, they're they're just not going to be able to grasp the situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. To the extent it is, and and understand that you know the urgency that we're currently in is is uh, is a lot is a lot you know higher than than maybe what they are perceiving it as. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I agree with that. People are are they're uh, convinced that this will all be over soon. All we need to do is just get everyone vaccinated, and we'll go back to normal. Well, I just can't even grasp that line of thinking. Yeah especially when there so many people have already died from these vaccines and now they want to vaccinate children, which I guess oh is God. allowed in ah. BC now. It's allowed. Not only is it allowed in BC, children age 12, as young as 12, can decide without their parents' consent. And if that is not criminal, yeah, who's going to keep them liable then? Who, Like if the kid gets a blood clot or dies or whatever, there's no liability. There's no liability. How can people live with themselves? And how can the public health services allow this to happen? Well, people are so scared that they will sign their kids up for an experimental. Like that blows my mind. I don't know what parent would sign their kids up for an experimental vaccine. And it's it's hard for me to grasp that. And I don't want to judge them and call them stupid piece of shit parents but it's like <laughs> but you just did how could you do such a thing like i i get that you're scared i get the propaganda is heavy and i get that they're pushing you know they've but created kids- a lot of fear and anxiety in people so much so that they're signing their kids up for an experimental injection that's just that's lazy parenting on my, in my and people opinion. are excited like and they're going to be offering this vaccine to kids come september at school um, I yeah. overheard I overheard uh, some parents at Ball the other night saying that, and I was like, "But kids aren't even getting sick from this, yeah, I know. and if they are, they're definitely not dying." Well, it's the same reason like giving kids an HPV vaccine when they're born. Like, why are you giving kids a sexually transmitted d- disease vaccine that you can only get through sex or needles when it's a, when it's a baby? 
especially because these yeah. vaccines only last for 10 years and then they'll have to have a booster. Yeah. So do you think your child's going to be doing drugs on the streets and, or having sex for the first 10 years before of their life? they're 10? Yeah. Like what the, yeah. but they're making money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I tend to go back when I, when I'm trying to explain this, cause I had to really educate myself. Um, I tend to go back again. Uh, you mentioned the Rockefellers, mm. right? Yeah. So, so, you know, 1907, around then, you know, you had John D. Rockefeller was really kind of uh, talking shit about natural remedies that you can find out in nature because they're right. all there. Yeah. B-17 fights cancer. It kills cancer. But yeah. it's what was evil. it you said? B-17. B-17. Yeah, you can't you can't buy B-17. Right. You can't buy it. You can't buy it in tablet form. It's banned here. Really? Right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You get all the chemotherapy because it's a patented substance, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's a petrochemical. Uh, yeah, the Rockefeller. So, yeah. yeah, he created the whole pharmaceutical thing where the pat patented pills, patented treatments would get peddled through doctors who could only prescribe these things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And but these things only treat symptoms, not the actual illness. Again, the uh-huh. cure is banned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. And by by treating a symptom, you're just allowing the cause to just keep festering. It's like it's so that whole medical system is such a such a well thought out plan by such an evil fuck. Yeah. And if you think back to it, the people who who had cures for diseases, they got burned. They got burned at for, the stake, yeah. Yeah, for, Witch, yeah. for being called witches. And really a lot of them were just natural healers. They're like, I've got an herb for that, or I've got a remedy for this. And it's that's where true healing comes from. And they are the ones I think that coin, I don't know if they coined the phrase uh, voodoo like witch doctor, but anybody who wasn't using the medical system devices were then crazy lunatics. Yeah. yeah. And John D, like he was, you know, people kind of in the beginning, I feel I, I think they were hesitant so he was out in public like giving dimes out to everybody just acting yeah. like this philanthropist right yeah. like handing dimes out to the yeah. crowd and everybody all of a sudden was like wow this philanthropist he really cares about us he's giving us money no he's not no <laughs> he's tricking you yeah he said he would rather collect a dollar off of a hundred men for each hour that they work than to make a hundred dollars working one hour yeah he, he, yeah yeah He's not into giving anything away. He's about no. taking everything. Yeah. Totally, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that for me, like the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, um, even before I even know who George, George Soros was, I know who the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds were a long time ago. It goes back to the Titanic, the sinking of the Titanic. Like that was a whole scam in itself too. Um, like there was three other billionaires on that boat that were against Petro um and they sunk that shit on purpose just like nikola tesla they don't want his free energy to be out in the open so because they wanted to make money yeah have you ever looked into the titanic uh story oh, what you just no I, a, for a second i thought you were trying to talk about the lusitania but then no i never talked no the titanic there was two ships well i think one of them was called the, the the princess or something like that identical ships it was a huge insurance scam so they they sunk the titanic on purpose dig into this one man you'll love it um and uh so there was three other billionaires on the boat um and then the rockefellers didn't get on the boat um allowed it to sail out and they sank that shit <laughs> 
I'd say, yeah, I will. I'll look into that probably today. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> a good one, man. Yeah. I like these rabbit holes. But, and, and, you know, it, once you get into going down them, I mean, it, it is something. I, it, I'm sure once people start realizing that, you know, more people are going to start getting rid of this conspiracy notion. And, yeah. Oh, the conspiracy theorists has it that was coined in the 70s by the CIA to yeah. make people who question the narrative look crazy. So, in my opinion, if you're not assassination yes yeah, exactly. exactly the jfk assassination yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. people just need to wake up and realize that there's definitely a sinister plan at play and if you're not questioning the narrative i'm sorry you're still sleeping and yeah. you you need to wake up yeah and where's the narrative come from your news or these politicians just look like look up operation mockingbird yeah and it's it's a cia operation that's still going all you yeah. have to do is look up media page and then get some links and go look it up and yeah. you'll realize that fake news is actually you know real <laughs> yeah version of what's actually going on yes yeah, man. exactly one of my favorites is operation paperclip that's a whole another rabbit hole werner von braun nasa all like all these german scientists and it's like wow you start to question really what went down and who really won the war and it's like history books are written by the winners and history is his story it's like huh what really happened you know <laughs> well that was the rockefellers too yeah yeah man they, they're they got their hands in every evil cookie jar and, and that's they're tenacious like these people they get out there and they get things done it's just they happen to be working against humanity yeah right? and it's we got to get that organized but yeah yeah exactly they just unfortunately have billions of dollars yeah they've got a wall of money like yeah. they've built their fortune now at this point now that everyone's waking up it's like you can't fight them with money because they print money out of thin air like the fed everything like that there's no way we're going to fight them with money so that's why you fight it fight them with truth and prove yeah. it and keep telling this to people and then they keep telling it to people and, yeah uh, yeah we got to spread this information it's like a traffic light. Like I heard this no this metaphor from someone else, but as soon as you stop listening to the traffic light, it has no control over you. Ah, right. yeah. It might cause an accident, stuck. but hey. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll figure out your own system. You say we don't need these lights. We'll That's figure right. it out ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You know what, man? I if I'm if I pull up to a stoplight and there's nobody in either direction, I'll go. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, it's, is there uh, anything else you want to share? Like, I don't want to take your whole day, but is there anything else you want to share um, that we didn't get to cover? I'll talk about one thing and then I'll just list off maybe some resources that people can look to. That would be awesome. Bang, 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 these books. Um, so we talked about John Hopkins documents. I'll just talk about uh, quickly, you know, for people to really kind of see what's going on we're talking about the pharmaceutical industry and the rockefellers and things like let's just connect a couple of these thoughts um they took control of gas they mm. took control of banking they took control of pharmaceuticals those are three major areas of our life that we're reliant on oh yeah. absolutely so 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 they're they're in major control of those sectors um in world war ii uh there was an institute called the kaiser wilhelm institute in berlin uh-huh and it was a bit Berlin, but yeah, Berlin. And um, that was the creation was funded and the research was funded by the Rockefellers. Mm. And that was the hub 
of eugenics during World War II, but they right. had even been practicing eugenics before World War II even started. They'd been yeah. around, I think, something like 12 or 13, 14 years before, and they were doing this, their master race research, right? So that's where Joseph Mengele, the angel of death, who we always associate eugenics with him, well, no, he actually trained at this institute that was being funded by the Rockefellers. The, right. other, the, other, the other place that was created by the Rockefellers was the John Hopkins University. Okay. Right? So the Rockefellers created the John Hopkins University in the 60s, I think 61. And that's where a lot of the studies that the media is using um, to scare the public are coming from. But John that's Hopkins. also where these documents are from. Can you just, by the Rockefellers. Um, we know what eugenics is. It's like the whole selective breeding. Can you just explain what that word means for people that don't know what it means? Yeah, it's just master race research. It's weeding out the weak. It's 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 um, uh, it's just um, researching on human how and how to create a superhuman essentially. Not only researching, but experimenting. Yeah, like experimenting. Yeah, the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute. They used to get like bodies and heads and limbs and everything sent to them by Mengele and other scientists, if you want to call them that. Yeah, um, doctors, I guess. Mad scientist, yeah, it's like that's why during the Nuremberg trials, those who were being um, convicted said, "Well, this was all funded from the United States, right? Yeah, from the Rockefellers in New York, yeah." Yeah. And Bill Gates and his family are known eugenicists too. Like his dad is one. His dad had Planned Parenthood for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, he was head on board Planned Parenthood. His mom worked for IBM. Yeah. Um, IBM, they did the tracking systems for the Jews and all the concentration yeah. camps. And who's doing, who's, who's sourcing that now for the vaccine passport? It's IBM again. Yeah, same thing. It's the same, yeah. same people in charge of eugenics in, in World War II, who essentially, they never were held accountable. Yeah, sure oh, I know. Some of the doctors were held accountable, but the Rockefellers paid for them to Operation Paperclip. They became in charge of, of major universities and, and areas within our medical system in Canada and the United States and eugenics just continued. Well, exactly. And that's why I say like, who won the war? Really? Really? Because the Nuremberg trials were a joke. Those people, those German scientists were allowed to waltz over here and just set up shops, set up universities, set up NASA. But a lot of people think they died. Yeah. They were held accountable and that they died. Werner von Braun was on trial for crimes against humanity. And then he came over here and made best friends with Walt Disney and started NASA. Like, how were these people able to waltz over here and just set up shop and start universities when they're on trial for crimes against humanity? Like it, it's all, you know, watch what the right hand's doing while I trick you with the left hand. Yeah. And the Rockefellers are, you know, Nuremberg trials. They're the ones funding it and they're just laughing, you know, in New York, nobody even is really paying attention to that again. You know, attention is diverted away from these people. Yeah. Well, especially gotta- back then it was so easy because the, there was no internet. Now we're waking up at a faster speed. There's still a lot of um, uh, delusion on the internet, obviously, and and psyops and whatnot. But if you're if you're if you use your discernment and you are looking for truth, you can find it. Yeah, you used to have to take a, seven trains and travel for four days just to you know just to get to a town meeting. But anyway, sorry, man, I took you off. I took you off your tracks there. You were you were you were talking, and I completely stopped you to ask what eugenics was, and uh, took you off the rails there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much it, right? Like, you know, people can look into the Raw trials, people can look into the Rockefellers, look into Bill Gates. I mean, this guy's a scumbag. He's an oh, idiot. Yeah. He, he he inherited everything that he got. Um, 
you know, he rebranded himself early 2000s and became a vaccine guy, but he, he's not a doctor. But if you look up in Google, who is the biggest doctor in the world? It's Bill Gates. Yeah. Guys, yeah, guys, he not even, a medical he doctor didn't even at finish all. university, I don't think. I think no. he dropped he's out. He's a dropout, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a leader. Yeah, um, completely. So, so you, you know, eugenics, some of the medical experimentation that has gone on, I mean, people can go into uh, books like A Plague Upon Humanity, Japan's a plague infamous. Of, sorry, A Plague yeah. Upon Humanity. Did you say A Play Upon or A Plague Upon? Uh, it's called, it's a book called A Plague Upon Humanity. Okay. And it's all about uh, Japanese experimentation on people in Manchuria. Ooh. Um, during the Second World War. And then there's another one, Japan's infamous Unit 731. And that, that was most notable camp for, uh, for this type of research. Um, there's a book called Bad Blood about Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. We know all about the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah. Um, that's that's all research that was done on, on blacks. Yet they care so much about black people. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. First in line for the vaccine. Why? Because they care a lot about you. Yeah, exactly. Um, lab 257, which is about, again, another Nazi scientist who was given an island called Plum Island off the coast of New York. And yeah, that's where. Uh, yeah, where Lyme disease came from and they do they, they under the guise of foot 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 and mouth disease they do other types of research there right right everyone should read brave new world in 1984 um uh, what you just said there about the lyme disease uh kind of just rang a bell in my head about what a scumbag bill gates is you know about the genetically modified mosquitoes that he's releasing in florida hey in florida yeah he's like so they're experimenting with insects and bugs loading these things up like I, that's probably where Lyme disease came from they're seeing what would stick on what bug right trying to trying to inf- weaponize insects right so well yeah that's yeah exactly what they were doing Actually, the guy who who um was in charge who, who was given plum island who came as a doctor from the nazi uh whatever um that's what he was doing over there that was his whole shtick. Is, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This isn't a new playbook. These are old playbooks that are getting repeated over and over again. And anybody who, like, you, they put this article out in the mainstream. Bill Gates has uh, released 800 million genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida. And that's just, okay, we've put it out there. It's all good now. And everybody's okay with it. Well, huh? the Zika virus was Monsanto Zika uh, mosquitoes, too, down in, in um, Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, man. it's uh, yeah. It blows my mind that people are just so lulled that 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 he can get away with doing shit like that and now he wants to block out the sun and it's like what he's so doing he's, that he's this actually summer doing in Sweden. It. yeah he's 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 blocking out the sun like we've seen simpsons episodes about this that's why maggie shot mr burns because he tried to block out the sun right and you know <laughs> mr burns looks freakishly like jd rockefeller like looks just like him eh? i think they based his character on on a rockefeller just a evil what? scumbag corporate you know, piece of shit who doesn't care about any humanity. Well, people say, well, the Simpsons are always right. Why do you think that is? Exactly. It's Operation Mockingbird. They, they say, this is probably what you should put in there. And, and, and then uh, they do. And then it comes true later, but that's the same with predictive programming. Yeah. Predictive programming. Well, that's why these shows are allowed to stay so big. I don't even think they know how to, um keep track of ratings i think it's just like who's going to tow the party line who's going to say what we want them to say you're the biggest show on tv you know yeah 
Yeah, Council on Foreign Relations are, are, you know, that's a group that uh, Rockefeller was part of, but that camp comes from the whole Cecil Rhodes Roundtable where they went around the world in, in, at the end of the 18. It all came out of Oxford University. Cecil Rhodes uh, made the decision that he wanted to control every habitable portion of the planet. Right. And so a bunch of scholars out of that university who all subscribed to the, I can't remember the guy who they all, they all, uh, they all, uh, listened to he was one of their professors they actually went around the planet one guy went to africa they go to all these different countries and create round tables in those countries and take over the courts take over the doctor system take over education and then that's how they basically took control of the world and it all came out of this cecil rhodes made his fortune off of uh mining diamonds in south africa and, and he's he created De Beers. right yeah create the whole concept of a woman gets a diamond that was just a big marketing totally yeah and and the branch of that in the in the united states is the council on foreign relations okay and and they have their their main headquarters is in new york and they've been controlling the canadian uh the canadian elections the canadian um funding uh you know the harper government yeah um and that was right now the government yeah does that have to do with like the dominion Dominion uh, voting systems. Yeah. It's all tied together, but this is the main group. If you if you look up Council on Foreign Relations web online, you'll see everything that they kind of oversee, and it's everything. Walt Disney, every news, every everything. So, What's yeah. that website, Matt? Sorry. Oh, it's just you could probably go to Images Council on Foreign Relations web, and then it'll show you sort of how they control everything. Below them is the Bilderberg Group, then the Trilateral uh, mm-hmm. Commission, both were created uh, under David Rockefeller and Zbigniew Brzezinski is another guy who did the trilateral. And then below them is uh, just all these people who control all these major uh, corporations, organizations, right. whatever. Kind of like who's in control of all the news outlets. Yeah, it's like a spider web. Yeah, like okay, I get it. Control. It's top down. We're already in top down. Yeah. It's just secret societies or secret groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and again, probably the last thing I would suggest is, you know, all the documents on John Hopkins website and, and Creature from Jekyll Island. You know, yeah. What's it called? Books. Oh, the Creature from Jekyll Island. Yeah, I got that. Creature from Jekyll Island, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll have to read that one. I haven't read that one, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, yeah man, I got to tell you, this is, uh, we've done a lot of shows in recently that are like uh, really important and uh have made us cry and pulled out our heartstrings and everything but this is my favorite this is my bag i love getting into this shit man because uh it's important and uh it excites me like like figuring out it's like a puzzle yeah it's like a puzzle it's like a puzzle yeah yeah we yeah. really let, we'll have to hopefully do this again another time yeah let's do this again i would love for you to check out the titanic and get back to me and, and see what you think about that man i don't know where you where you do your digging or if you listen to other podcasts but a couple of years ago i heard an episode on the higher side chats it's a podcast and his guest was he, he was a two-hour episode about this very thing and it blew my mind man the detail that he went into about everything yeah yeah I'll tell you, I, I'm all about it. You just gave me a new rabbit hole. I'll check it out. Right on, <laughs> right on, man. Right on. Huh? Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, buddy. That was great. Let's uh, let's do this again sometime. You're a, you're a good guy to talk to. I love Maybe it. Maybe we could even do it in person. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe we'll do it in person. We can uh, set up a... I'm down what? for everything, so... 
Yeah, cool. I'm down for whatever you guys want to do. I'm sure, I'll see you at some route. We got to get something going here. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. Meeting up. Out Let's in the open. do it. Yeah. Well, you know us. We're not. We're not scared of you guys. So uh, you and your old lady, we should get together and uh, we should. Your young lady. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're <younger than> us. <laughs> you and you and your sweet lady. We should all get together and uh, high five. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Right all on, right. buddy. Thanks for thanks for everything, man. Yeah. You have a good day. Yeah. You, you too, too, buddy. Thanks, Matt. Take care, man.